Hey there, coaches. This is Coach Tall Guy coming at you with another episode of Coach Talk. On this episode of Coach Talk, I'm going to be talking about the technique of dribbling. And I'm really going to dial in uh, the dribbling piece for those kids and coaches who uh, are working with those young players. So like four to eight and there's and I'll definitely dive into uh you know the older age groups as well but really I want to kind of start with those those coaches who are working with those very young players so the technique of dribbling is huge particularly for our young players because it's the first thing we really want to like kind of introduce to those kiddos because it's one of the easier techniques to start kind of teaching and doing a lot of different activities with And then, you know, from there, I would kind of look at ball striking, kicking the ball. And then as they get older, we start to really dive into like receiving a ball, passing a ball. Uh, Sometimes I see some young coaches uh, or inexperienced coaches working with those young age groups. They want to like jump right into passing. and, And quite frankly, like you miss the boat there a little bit. That's a tough technique to teach at those young ages. Um, You can definitely introduce some things, particularly at like the age of seven and eight uh, regarding passing, like the actual technique of it. But really, we want to start there with some ball striking, but more importantly, with uh, dribbling. So when you're working with these young players, it's so important that at these young ages that we instill some confidence with the ball at their feet. All right. Um, Many times players just aren't given an opportunity because Sometimes as as inexperienced coaches with these young age groups, we have them kind of standing around too much, not really moving the ball. So when we're thinking of dribbling, right? Like there's so much you can do with the dribble and there's so many different ways to teach dribbling. And so I'm just gonna kind of dive into some of those those things as we go along here. So let's say you're working with those those young players, those kids four, four to eight years old, nine years old even. Uh, one of the things we want to make sure that when we're coaching and teaching the art of dribbling that we are showing those players how to dribble in big spaces. We're showing those players how to dribble in small spaces. We're showing players how to dribble with different parts of their foot. So the inside, the outside, um, the bottom of their foot is really important as well. Um, And most importantly, when they're dribbling, we really want to start hammering them that concept of dribbling with their head up. Uh, We also want to make sure that we're teaching players how to dribble at different speeds, slow, fast, medium. All right. So how do we do that? Well, with the young players, we do that a lot with just getting them into a variety of games. So anytime that you can get the kids exploring the field, all right, with the dribble, that's fantastic. So if you're doing that a lot in your practices, you're doing a great job. And with the young players, we're not necessarily teaching them like a bunch of different moves or anything like that. We're just getting them to want to get a feel for their foot on the soccer ball, all right? So if you're working with those kids, particularly ages you know, four to seven, let's really get them exploring that space. So can they dribble forwards? Can they dribble sideways? Can they move the ball with the bottom of their foot, the inside of their foot, the outside of their foot? Do you have them in activities where they have to go at different speeds? Um, If you're doing that in your activities, that's a great start. And then as you start to have the kids explore, can you get them into some games 
where there is there is different types of pressure. So maybe you as a coach, you're jumping in there and you're playing the role as a defender and they're just trying to avoid you, get around you. Um, maybe you're chasing them from behind, which is forcing them to dribble at a fast speed. Uh, when you play games like uh, red light, green light, that forces the players to keep the ball closer. So they're probably dribbling at a little bit slower speed. Um, but anytime you can get them moving in different directions, different speeds, using different parts of their foot, um, that's fantastic. Also with these young players, when you're doing, the, doing different games, are you encouraging them to pick their head up? All right. Such a huge part of dribbling in the game is having your head up because as they get older, if they're not able to dribble under control and they are, are not able to pick their head up, well, then they're not able to see where the pressure is coming from. So what I mean by pressure is we're talking about the defenders. Are the defenders right in front of them? What's the distance that they have before they're being engaged by the defender? Um, is the pressure coming from the side? Is it coming from behind? understanding do I have more space and time and then <clears throat> the big one as they get older is are they able to dribble have their head up in order to pick out a pass okay so many times I see players who not necessarily horrible dribblers but they have their head down and then as they get older they're not able to pick out those passes they're not able to read the game they're not able to pass off the dribble. And those are a lot of players who have to like completely stop the ball dead, pick their head up before they can pick out a pass. And we really wanna get them in the habit of, <clears throat> so that when they get older, they're able to pick out those passes while dribbling the soccer ball. So some different games, right? Like anytime you have a game where you are chasing, all right? Some sort of like tag type of games. Those are fantastic for dribbling. Uh, any type of games as a, we're working with these young teams, those young players, any type of game where they have to dribble to different quadrants on the field, uh, anytime they have to avoid cones, um, things of that nature are going to be really good for their development. Anytime that they have to play a game and, and kind of pick their head up and look around. So like again you as a coach coming in maybe putting a little bit of pressure forces them to get their head up uh you know for the young players also giving them like a little bit of a countdown a little bit of a clock um so if they have to dribble from one area to another in a certain amount of time that's going to push them to dribble at some speed all right at these really young ages like four and five you you can do things like guided discovery like show me how many different parts of your foot you can dribble the soccer ball with and versus just necessarily say okay everybody dribble with the outside of your foot the inside of your foot for those young players if you are going to have them explore different parts of their foot you know encourage them to figure it out but then you know use things like little baby toe pinky toe that's going to be better for a, a young kid versus the outside of the foot they don't totally understand that inside of the foot can be the the big toe bottom of the foot can be the bottom of the foot <laughs> versus saying the sole of the foot they're not necessarily going to understand the sole of the foot so again to just kind of loop this back for you guys as coaches if you're working with those kids ages four to seven we're really focusing a lot at dribbling because we want the kids to feel confident 
and strong and we want them to get lots of touches on the soccer ball. The more confidence they get with the ball at their foot, the better down the road for us. So again, you're emphasizing in your training sessions a lot of dribbling, but the things you're focusing on is different speeds, uh, different parts of the foot, getting their head up, all right? Those are gonna be the, the big cues, particularly at those young ages. Now, as we start to transition to our, our U8s or our seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds, U9, U10, we're starting to wanna incorporate more 1v1 play. So now we're teaching those players some specific moves, um, different things to create space for themselves. We're also trying to get those players to continue to dribble with their head up so they can start making some decisions while dribbling the soccer ball. So at those ages, we want to start, yeah, getting a little bit more specific and teaching them some actual soccer moves to get away from defenders, to beat defenders. So at those ages, I would, if you're coaching those ages, we definitely want to get our players lots of touches on the ball, but start getting them involved in some 1v1 situations, all right? And that goes for our U9s and U10s as well. We want players who feel really confident that they can take a player on. Now at the nine and 10 level, we start to also add in some of the tactical piece of when do we really use our dribble? So do we want our defenders taking players on in the defensive third? No, no, we don't really. Okay, but do we want our defenders to realize that they have space and time to drive with the soccer ball down the field? Most definitely, all right? Um, sometimes I think coaches you know, they get into this mode at nine and 10. Well, like our first option as a defender has to be to pass it out. Well, not really. It really depends on what, what the defense is giving you. And this is the time when I really start to focus with players on, hey, when we have space and time, we're gonna attack, we're gonna dribble, but we have our head up so we can pick out that pass when we need to, okay? As they get even more older, so now we're starting to look at 11, 12, 13 years old, we wanna start you know, kinda getting our players to understand when, where, why we dribble. So a lot of times, I think everybody just thinks dribbling has to be forward. Well, no, dribbling can also be to shield the ball and keep the ball. Um, dribbling can also be like, all right, I'm gonna dribble to this space because I wanna make my angle for my pass better. Um, we start kind of diving into things like dribbling for possession versus dribbling for penetration. So, you know, if I'm working with some of these older age groups, like uh, 14, 15 and up, a lot of times I'll talk with players like, you know, do we want to speed the game up in this moment? Do we want to slow the game down? Do we want to move the defense with our dribble? Um, or are we now dribbling because you know, we, we want to penetrate. We want to get forward. We want to, we want to create situations where if I have players who can dribble and penetrate, they're going to suck the defense to them, which is going to open up passing lanes and opportunities for us to hopefully score a goal. So on a big scale, when you look at some teams, like there are times when they're just, they're holding the ball, they're keeping it. And they're doing that with either a pass or a dribble. And then there's other times when you see them, particularly in a counterattack, right? They are they're dribbling for penetration. They are trying to get down the field as fast as possible. Obviously, the fastest way to get down there is by a penetrating pass. But sometimes, you know, it's just not there. So they dribble first, again, to draw a defender 
so then they can make that penetrating pass. All right, so those are tactical pieces of the dribble. So again, coaching at those ages, eight, nine, 10, 11, we really start, you know, diving into like dribbling and moves, move to beat defenders, moves to create space. Um, you definitely want to incorporate some shielding into that so that they feel okay with the soccer ball. As you get older, so 12, 13, 14, 15 years old and up, you know, we're still focusing a lot on that 1v1, but now we're kind of starting to talk bigger scope of the game, higher level tactics of like, why do we, why are we dribbling? When are we dribbling? How are we dribbling? What parts of the field are we in? Um, those are things as well. And, and I'm kind of harping on the dribbling thing because it, it, we want, again, no matter what position a kiddo ends up playing, they need to be confident with the soccer ball. And that goes in the modern game a lot for goalies as well. Like goalies need to be proficient with their feet. Okay. Now, you know, the goalie isn't going to typically dribble very often, but they still need that confidence. And the beautiful thing about dribbling and getting lots of touches on the ball is you start to feel more comfortable on the ball. You start to be more confident. Now, as players get older, what our coach is really looking for out of dribblers is they want creative dribblers. They want dribblers who have that, that ability to beat players. Um, so, you know, if you can get kids who are willing to take risks, willing to take chances and try to beat a player with the dribble, that's fantastic. Um, I would say probably one of the things that I notice in the recreational soccer realm is we have too many players who just, you know, it's that caveman style of soccer, like me see ball, me whack. And as coaches, we want to really try to coach them out of that to take a touch, take a couple dribbles, get your head up and make a decision. I was watching a, a lower competitive game, um, so like a lower level. And at times I felt like, man, you know, they're just kind of, to be honest, they were just kind of smashing the ball. It was just a lot of like ball came to them and just kind of kick it down the field. Uh, no real purpose to it, no real thought about it. And what it really boiled down to is when the ball came to them, there was no, no confidence in them and no real like coaching of like, hey, let's control the ball first, take a couple touches and get rid of it. And I could tell that some of the girls were thinking about wanting to dribble, but they they just lacked that confidence. They weren't sure. They knew like, oh, I'm probably gonna have a bad touch. But when they actually did settle the ball down, take a couple dribbles, pick their head up, they were able to pick out a pass, um, move the ball around the field a little bit. And sure enough, they, they got a couple nice shots on goal. So I would challenge you as recreational coaches, don't fall into the trap that you hear a lot of times from parents on the sidelines who are just hooper and hollering and, and cheering these big booming kicks that, you know, it's exciting, whatever, but it really doesn't necessarily help your players when they hear that type of feedback because they're getting a lot of positive feedback of just a big whack that quite honestly, they had no purpose. They, they had no foresight other than me see ball, me whack. So you even have it harder because as a coach, you have to like kind of rein that in. You don't necessarily want to like crush the kid. Like, why would you just boot it down the field again? Um, but you know, encourage them, take a touch guys, use your dribble. If you have space and time, dribble forward. So many times these kids just, they just kind of want to like either kick it or hold it. 
but the more we can just get them touching the ball, making them feel real good about doing something with the soccer ball, that's fantastic. So at the end here, just for you guys coaching those young ages, lots of touches on the ball, make it fun, make it exciting, uh, get them into a variety of different games like knockouts and things like that. Um, being chased by, you know, some sort of creature is always a, is a great idea. Then as we get older, we start to get into that 1v1 play, which is really huge, getting kids to feel confident and trying to beat players with the dribble. And even older, we start to really want to dive into the into the tactics and the purpose of why we use the dribble. Thanks. This one was a little bit longer than normal, but it's a huge uh, technique that every single player needs to learn. And uh, yeah, coach tall guy out. I'll talk to you guys. Bye.